So back on the podcast today, I have a very special guest, someone I've known for a very, very long time. I'm your host, Darren. I'm joined by Ben Heron. Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on and thank you to the listener for hopefully we hopefully we bring you a lot of value today. Uh, a lot of value and a lot of numbers. You're going to be the ratings yeah. draw. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. first off, Ben, tell me a bit about you. Who are you? What do you do? What do you love? What are you passionate about? Right, I'll try and keep this really, really short. So pretty much I'm Ben, uh, I'm the owner of Level Up Academy. So pretty much I help guys uh, level up their, bo- their body, mind and routines. And uh, yeah, how did I get here? Well, as a kid, played football, uh, realized once you start to get the Irish League level, like uh, near the, the upper end of the youth teams and stuff, that you needed raw talent, didn't have raw talent. Um, so fell in love with the gym. Uh, one thing led to another, got myself in amazing shape. Uh, other people saw that and uh, got asked to personal train. Then started personal training, started bit by bit, nation down. Um, so at the start, worked with everyone and anyone. Um, absolutely loved it. Decided to leave uni because it was going so well. Created a brand called Skinny Goes Strong because it, well, it kind of represented where I was at. And going from a skinny guy to stronger. Um, and then as I sort of got through that, I realized that I wasn't just building my body, that I was building mind and building routines. And it was more that it was a way of life. It was a way of progression, leveling up. It was a way of development. And I feel that when I saw, I feel like that title didn't really sort of suit what we were doing because there was guys who were coming on and they were sort of uh, working with me and the sort of qualities that I was teaching them. They were going on and building businesses. They were going on and getting promoted. They were going on and uh, like even some aspects because we would have talked a lot. They were going on and creating re- like stronger relationships. They were just, it wasn't all superficial. They were actually improving their overall life. So yeah, more recently we've switched the, this, the, this kind of brand to level up and uh, yeah. That's that's how I got to. In short, in summary, that's that's why what I do and uh, how I've got to here. Okay, well, before we go into level up, because I want to touch on that and go really go into that. But did anyone inspire you? There was a lot of people inspired me, um, but I actually as well as side of this, I am a client success specialist coach in Phil Graham's company, um, mainly authority network that main uh, aspect, and it's pretty much the world uh, fitness business mentoring. So I now play a role in him in his company and I, I help those guys grow their income, scale, get more freedom, coach their clients better. But he uh, was a big, big motivator for me and I've known him for about eight years now. Used to serve him when he was uh, writing his diabetes book and things and used to be coached by him, used to fanboy him. And now it's amazing to be able to work with him and in that company. And uh, yeah, it's just it is inspiring just what's happening, the impact and everything that's going on there. Well, it's interesting too. Obviously you're saying it's inspiring to see the impact. So you're obviously seeing or hearing feedback for you as a coach and for you as an individual, is that a motivator for you? Yeah, hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. Like the fact that like, I know like pretty much if someone comes if someone comes on my program in the space of six months, it will really change their life for the good um, with everything that we do. And 
like that just gives me confidence and gives me a drive to push that out more i'm like i like i just want to i always want to push that message and help more people level up because i do feel like there's a lot of guys that get very stagnant i do feel like we could be doing more i do feel there's a lot that i can help people with like let's let's look at that like we're not taught in schools how to manage our body we're not taught in schools how to think we're not taught in schools about our own routines etc so i feel like i play a big role in that and i feel like i play a big role with the guys that i work with even just giving them an environment where they're just supported by ambitious people and when you it's like when sport when you if you went for a run by yourself and you went for because i know there's a lot of you get on a lot of football guests, coaching guests and things. If you went for a run by yourself and you went for a run with the football team, with the football team, you're going to go way higher and better. It's the exact same with me and my guys, with their life, with their mindset, with their body. Um, that environment just, uh, it's infectious. Yeah. And you're talking about there, it's its an infectious environment. It helps guys, you know, push themselves. Mm. Um, with pushing yourselves, they're leveling up. And that's really what we titled this podcast. That's really what you're all about is leveling up. You talked about it, your body, your mind, your relationships, pretty much everything. So leveling up as a company, leveling up as a coach, go into detail, break down exactly why you love helping people level up and what can clients expect when you say, I'm going to help you level up your life. Well, I love it, dude. It's just like, every day is an opportunity like why not do it your absolute best why not go and push for it like every like i know what right now like we're currently in a pandemic but why not finish a year off being proud of yourself like at the start of the year uh at the start uh, earlier on the year around a strength and sanity challenge at the start of this lockdown and in the time where people were hit with the most problems fear situations I use social media to have 170 guys uh, that hit a challenge every single day, both on their mind and their body. And they went to bed every night during the worst time, knowing that they'd done something for themselves and achieved something. So it's that. It's like just no, just helping them achieve uh, more for themselves. And it's not only like with me. It's like a like the way I look at it is these are principles and thought processes that you like. I'm helping instill for life once you have that sort of ambition once you have all those skill sets that you just want to do it we have like a few laws i can go through a few of those laws and stuff um if you want they kind of just are the laws of leveling up that we've created and probably will expand over time and things so that's really why in regards to what would someone get well pretty much like the minimum i work with anyone six months and when i work with someone what i would want by 30 days is i would want for them to have increased structure in their day-to-day routines. I'd want for them to have more energy and um, because what they're putting in their body, how their mind and their time, their mind. Um, I would want for them to have more focus on what they want. And I would want for them to see some form of physical change. Now, like you can't, uh, if someone's been eating crap for 30 years, you're not going to change it in 30 days. Like I'm very realistic. And that's, I think the reason because uh, like a lot of guys relate to me is because I do understand the everyday professional guy i do understand the fact that you want to go for a few drinks at the weekend i do understand those so yeah it's going to take a bit of time but 30 days that's what i would want someone have done when they come on the program and things and when i help them so by 90 days i would want someone to basically achieve some form of transformation like where they've 
um, got into training, where they've got on top of their routines, where they understand food, they understand like what to put into their body, they understand how much, and uh, like they've got some form of transformation where they're like, I actually have changed my body, and yeah, that would be what I would want for an individual. And then by the end of the six months, pretty much they've got that transformation pushed on, and they know how to sustain that without an app, without um, a diet plan that they know exactly what to be eating, how much to be eating, how, how their body weight should be. They're more structured. It's set. It's like subconscious. Um, and they're just pushing on forward. Um, yeah. So there, that's like kind of the markers that we would sort of want for an individual to be at. But like we talk about a lot of stuff, like there's an education portal that we would talk about. We've talked about sleep, stress. We get guests in. We've got a psychologist um so it is quite it's quite hard to sort of answer that it's it's there is a lot to it it depends on the individual what they sort of want to get out of it but really that they've just they've improved they've improved and they've leveled up yeah well two two questions for you on what you've just said the first part you mentioned there's 30-day process you know to get them almost like an onboarding process to get them used to you get them used to how you operate what you want to do um so first part of the question is like yeah. It's, a, it's a complete pattern interrupt. It's like, yeah. right, let's go. The question with you is that, because I agree with you, and it, it must be just like so intense, but how critical, how integral is that first 30 days to what you want to achieve with someone in over the whole six months? So it's very important. I wouldn't use the word intense. It's It needs to be a period where they get momentum. That's how I probably describe it. And it's yeah. like, if someone, like what I usually do, because... Like I've coached over 900 individuals. I do know, like, especially I'm very niche down in regards to who I work with and things. So I know it like the back of my hand and I know that I'm able to give wisdom because I'm able to say, right, do one, do, do one, two, three. You don't need the rest. So it's like, it's intense. It's like, it's not intense. It's just, you need to do a few things but do them really well and gather the momentum. The main thing for any individual that's listening to this podcast is you need to get momentum and you need to feel it like you're winning. You need to see progress. If you don't see progress, it's your willpower only goes for so long. It's like saving every week in the bank and you never actually like know that you're actually saving. You don't actually find out the figure. One of the best ways to change your ways is to actually just see the progress. So the first 30 days, you need to see progress. You need to have a few things that you do really well, very consistently, and you build momentum. So in terms of seeing progress, a couple, couple of things on it. I want to know, as a coach, what do you look for? And as a client, what should they work look for? Like, for example, is it, you know, anyone I talk to about health and fitness, is, is there a big advocate, consistent photos? See where you are week one, see where you are week two, see where you are week three. But there's also, for me anyway, I like to see progress in terms of how much I'm lifting, how much I can move, how much my, in terms of my strength gains. So maybe from your point of view, what well, do you look for in terms of to notice, okay, this person's making a change. Is it solely how they look or is there more to it than that? Well, like this is how I look at this, right? I want for any individual to be able to coach themselves. So to be able to coach the the manage their own body, to be able to understand things uh, themselves. So yeah, in the onset, I need to look at photos. I need to like understand that they're doing their activity. I need to look at weight and things and how they push, how they progressively overload. All those things I do need to look at. But my eyes, whether someone's actually really winning and got on top of this, 
is how do they manage their eating when they're thrown with a stressful week by themselves? How do they understand that they don't need to put pressure on themselves to change their body or their, that they're currently confident right now? How do they know exactly? Like, I want someone leaving me being fully confident that they can go and progress on. So how do they, do they have the understanding to know how to get their body weight from 80 kilos up to 90 kilos? Like, when would they roughly make adjustments? Or what do they do when they're injured? Like, they actually, I want to get someone to the point where they don't need me. So when they're injured, do they know how to like switch and exercise? Like, do they know, do they understand that? Um, other aspects being like, right, something hasn't went to plan, but how can they change their habits? So let's say, for example, they've got overtime all of a sudden. So they know, right, how, do, how can I actually um, change maybe my eating routine, my training routine, can I maybe take time off? So it's, and they realize what I'm looking for, is that someone's happy in, the built, in regards to the body that they've built, and they've also got an element of perspective and an understanding of all the sort of basic nutrition, training, like the lifestyle things like sleep, et cetera. They've got an understanding that that's really where, really where I want a client to be. I think most people probably listen to this. will see that 90 day mark, a 12 week transformation, but really like, I kind of want to look at this, like this is almost like your, your sort of life university. And I want for you to be able to graduate and I want for you to be able to go and do your own thing after. Like, that's what I really, I want for any guy that I work with. Yeah. It is incredible. Like I, I love, um, I, I really, I enjoy your social media. And the reason why I enjoy your social media is a lot of the time you're posting advice. You're yeah. not posting so much. I had this client and this client said, I'm the best trainer in the world. You know, your stuff is all very constructive. It's very, it's very advice. Like if you've had a bad day and you've had crap, don't get down try doing things like this, 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 how do you want to change? You know, you very much present questions to the readers who are reading mm. your post rather than saying, you know, this is wrong, fix it. You know, and I, I like your style and it's interesting from someone who's coached football and that some of the coaching principles of how you deal with people are probably very, very similar. And one of the big yeah, things well, for, for everyone, you coach me. That's true. It's true. That's why, yeah, you didn't, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, why yeah. that's why you didn't make it. That's right. You and your brother, you and Dom. Uh, um, a favorite topic of mine is mindset. You mentioned earlier, and this was one of the other questions that I had for you. Um, you had us, you have a psychologist and I want to know, I want to talk about mindset. One of the guys I listen to quite a lot, this guy called Jocko Willink. I don't know if you know him mm. or not, but he's an ex Navy SEAL. Yeah. gets up 4.30 every day, big advocate of up at 4.30 every single day, no matter what happened the night before, goes and works out, routine, discipline, et cetera, et cetera. Talks a lot about mindset and these six months that you deal with someone. A lot of it obviously is it's body transformation, but you also talk about mindset and the mental mm. transformation. And I want to really spend a bit of time on that. You know, you probably have guys who have been at the gym for three, four years and they get small results. They're maybe doing isolated exercises a lot. I don't know. But when you get someone who's maybe, I've been at the gym four years or I've been doing this for four, three, four years, six months, I'm not seeing any results and I'm tired and frustrated. How do you break those barriers and change that mindset and get them going on the path that they have obviously came to you to be on? I actually shot up a video on this today is that okay. there's three reasons why someone might not be getting the results that they're after. And especially if they're in that situation that they uh, have been training 
for a long time. So three three main things that I can come down to. Clarity. Clarity. They don't know what to do. They don't know in regards to probably what they should be lifting, how much they should be progressing, where they want to be. Um, not only as well clarity from a, a technical point of view in your first few weeks of your transformation, but clarity, as I said, in that long term, how to sort of deal with things when you get hit with a pandemic, how to deal with things when you get hit with work going on, how to deal with things when that happens. So they need clarity in regards to just moving forward and getting their goal. The second thing is belief. Like, I, like this is something that not many people will talk about, but belief is a big thing. I trained for years, but I never thought that I could be the guy with abs. I never thought that I could be the guy that was in good shape. When I, I worked for seriously hard for four years and then I done a photo shoot before I turned 20. And when I done that photo shoot, I, the first thing I looked at was like, is that me? I didn't believe that. So it's actually building their belief system in regards to that they can go and get that they, they're worth that. They're worth, like they can be the strong guy if they want, they can go and smash it. They can absolutely obliterate sessions if they want to be that type of beast. And if that's what they're they're in for. Um, another thing as well with that belief is, like I sort of said, when, when you've got a trusted professional, just say, dude, you've been training this, you can lift this, you can do that. This is what we're going to be. Just to give them that, to clear out any uncertainty, then they have confidence. They trust me and they start to build confidence in themselves. That's actually possible. I support them. That's a, see, to be honest, I keep training nutrition very simplistic, like, but that is the main aspect that gets people moving forward is helping them believe in themselves, setting markers. If they think, right, I can, I can do five miles. I'm going to say you can do six miles. Like that's the sort of aspect. And then the third thing is values. So most people probably like most people, if, the, if you find that you want to get an amazing shape, but you just keep hitting a brick wall and you're jumping from diet to diet, you're not moving forward, you probably don't value it. Or you probably haven't been able to link it to the things of value. So what I help a lot of the guys with is I help them find out, like, what do they value? So they value their career and earning more. Right. Well, if we look at if you take care of your body, if you take care of what you put in your body, you take care of your sleep that's going to give you a better performance for your work, which is going to allow you to earn more money. That's going to allow you more security. That's going to allow you X, Y, and Z. So looking at it like that, looking under the surface level, other aspects would be like, say, for example, say you're a single guy and you want to be more confident. It could be to attract another partner. Why is that important to you? Because you don't want to feel lonely. Like you see when you dig deeper and it's hard to do that by yourself. You see when you dig deeper and you help someone find out what they value, then you'll do it. We all value social connection. Like that's something we all value. We all make time for it. We're all on social media. We're all spending time with friends and things. Um, so we just make time for it. So it's getting it, helping the individual realize, well, why should they value eating well and training well and all of those aspects. And once you get clear on that, it becomes less of a, I could do this, I need to do this. This is what I need because you value it. Um, so yeah, like we all have values, but it's just linking that. So there would be three main aspects is clarity, belief, and getting clear on your values and linking it to your values. You talked about laws earlier, the laws that you abide by. Now, are these values linked to your laws? Are they the laws? Talk to me about the laws of what you so push. With laws is like, a, it's a, a series of sort of things that I instill into the guys in regards to transforming themselves so one of the laws is pretty much uh you want to go to bed you want to go to bed every single night being one percent better 
So it doesn't matter about a crazy transformation, but if you're 1% better, you're going to be 365 times better by the end of the year, 464. Um, and that comes up in just that pursuit of trying to eat better, trying to go that extra mile, trying to like, um, it might be something like, it might be contact a friend or a family member, but you just always have that goal of being 1% better. And you put a little bit of a pressure on yourself every day to be that 1% better. You come out of the day with something. So that's one, that's one of the laws. Another law would be always keep the end in, end in mind. Um, so pretty much that end vision that you have, if it's like for the body, if it's for the, like, if, if you want to be a leader for your workforce or for your family, or you want to be a really good role model, like have that end in mind. The third one is pretty much um, all transformation is ugly at the start, messy in the middle and beautiful in the end. So be okay with at the start. If you've been eating purely for 30 years it's going to be a bit messy at the start it's going to be quite hard there's going to be resistance but accept that okay so that's the, the that's the next thing that i would say um the fifth the fourth one what's the fourth one just lost in my mind sorry uh <laughs> oh be intentional be intentional with everything that you do that's probably one of the big things that i help the guys with is like i said about clarity be intentional right you want to improve your sleep what, what time are you going to sleep at when are you setting your alarm clock what time are you going to wake up at you want to put on muscle, right? How much muscle are we going to put on? Like intentional with every week, every month. I have a saying, I tell the guys, if you don't control your time, someone else will or something else will. So you've got to be intentional. If you want to get something, you've got to have intent, laser focus with how you're going to get that. And most guys can't actually do that because they don't know what to expect. They don't know how much muscle should be getting. They don't know like... They just don't have that that element of like razor like focus. And then the fifth one is just be always committed to leveling up. Like, what's the point in staying stagnant? Always just be pushing forward. Always be wanting more um, for yourself. And in some areas, like, it's not always going to be in body. It might be that you're leveling up in your career for a period of time. It might be that you're leveling up in other areas. So that's the five laws. But what what which one stands out for you? Sorry, I rambled on. It's the intent. I love the the intentional. You know, yeah. it's interesting, you know, like someone who, like me, who has been going to the gym about three or four years, I've noticed my, I've, I have a bit of frustrating experience with the gym in terms of, I don't mm. see a lot of difference in my body type, but what mm. I, what I do notice is I'm fitter, I can lift heavier, I can go longer, and that's where I'm seeing the difference. I'm not seeing the difference, in my opinion anyway, and, and it, it's always you're, you're all, I am my, always my harshest critic. I look in the mirror and I say, I don't see that much difference, but I'm lifting more. Um, I, I started about a couple of months ago, I started a different way of working out where I warm the muscle up and then I, 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 I can't even remember the name of it. It's like a backwards pyramid. Um, so I warm my chest up and then I'll go and do chest press and I'll start at my heaviest and I'll do it till failure. And then I'll drop the weight and I'll do that till failure, drop the weight and do that till failure. And that's where I'm noticing I'm able to lift more that way. And I don't know, that's just what work that's working for me in terms of my strength. Um, so one of the questions I have for you for someone like that, who has a barrier, how, how do you break that barrier down or how do you explain to them, Hey, this is the barrier. This is what you're struggling with. This is why you're struggling with it. And if you do this, you're going to see a change because that for me is the biggest one is I'm intentional in what I want to do. I want to drop a couple of 
a little bit of weight, not too much. I want to drop a little bit of weight. I want to get stronger and I want to get fitter. I want to do it cleanly. What is what does a little bit of weight look like? Five about five pounds. So what's that okay, about? So five pounds. About three so kilos roughly, I think. Three kilos. Then I would set like a timeline on that, and then I would set right. Okay, like what sort of what sort of calorie intake would we, we need to have? Um, or like in some cases for individuals, like it might be what foods do we need to eat more of, eat some of, eat less of. Um, there's four pillars, right? There's four pillars for anyone to, that if they want to get a goal, it's nutrition, training, lifestyle, mindset. So like with nutrition, like I sort of said, we would look at a calorie goal. We would look at what foods you need to eat more of and less of. Like it, that would sort of, I do like a full audit with all the guys, but I would look at that. If someone's got a uh, like a barrier or a plateau that they can't sort of move forward with, um, nine times out of ten, it's going to be if it's a suit like a, a body compositional goal, you want to gain muscle, you want to drop body fat, it'll be right. You're either not into a calorie deficit, and we need to find out why, or you're not into a calorie surplus, and we need to find out why. Now there are other situations like health and things that may come into play, but in the grand scheme of things, that's the two main aspects for nutrition, right? That we need to just investigate and look at training aspect is well pretty much like obviously training form obviously training programming you would need to look at um and then ensuring that the individual is creating new adaptations so that they're progressively overloading there's two ways you can progressively overload add more weight to the bar or get stronger for longer so keep doing the weight for more reps and then from a lifestyle perspective is like well, what's holding you back there is that like time management is it sleep management is it stress is it just like you're shopping it like what aspect is it is it you're you're doing night shift is it you're doing uh your crazy ram uh with work one day is like what is it's possible on your back and then mindset can be a load of different things so it can it can be um doubt it can be other family members that maybe don't like what you're doing it could be your environment it could be so many things but generally, like looking at those four main pillars, nutrition, training, lifestyle, mindset, and finding right what are the problems here? Um, where is one individual going wrong? Um, that would how that would be how I would sort of like process that um, and sort of investigate and be like, right, you need to work on this, 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 this. It brings me to one of my other questions. It does, it really helps. And one, one of the things it brings me to is something I'm a big advocate of, especially in terms of football. And I've tried to bring it into sort of workout life, gym life as well. And it's celebrating small goals. So 100%. and I want to bring that up with you as, as a coach. Um, you have these guys for six months, you've 30, 30 days. You said it's, you don't, you don't go so intense so quickly and you sort, sort of slowly sort of progress to probably a very intense, I would say just by seeing the results. So small goals, personal bests, small victories, Talk to me about your opinion on on that type of type of thing. Dude, see every single day a routine that helps me, and I, I encourage everyone to do this. Is that like I have a board, and it's like a, a Trello board, so it's like a, a bit like a project board. And every single day, I kind of like have a little report for myself. So I start right, what I need to do for today, what I need to do for tomorrow, and then I look at like what got done, like what was a win, and like. I've been doing that for so long now and I start my day and I'm like there's a whole big board of all of the wins and these are like some might be like so say for example today I will put in I had an amazing workout with a client 
and it was unbelievable. So that'll be a win. Another win will be like, for example, yesterday I went for lunch with my stepmom, so it'll be yesterday's. It can be like it can, for it can be different areas. Um, but I track my wins every day and I look at it morning and evening and it help, over time, that's what helps you build your own belief systems. That's what helps you shape your own identity. That's what helps you move forward because let's look at it. And this is what I explained to some of the guys, right? Say you're, you want to start running, right? You're on day three of running. Really easy to give up. It's really easy to give a half, half ass effort. Say you're on day a hundred, you're never giving up. You're on a hundred days. So what you've got to do, especially if you're trying to make a change, is you've got to make sure that there's proof that you're winning day in, day out. So yeah, dude, I encourage individuals to win daily and to track it. I have a saying that I tell all the guys, little things done often are no longer little things. And that is so massive. And I think that when you look at your little wins, it just, when you, you, like you said earlier on, you were like, I don't know if I'm making progress, but I've made so much progress in my weights. I've done this, I've done that. Well, you're, you're able to zoom out and get perspective. So yeah, that, I'm a big advocate of little wins, acknowledging your wins and celebrating it. You talked about, you just mentioned their perspective. And I think perspective is a key thing because I, I visit you as, you as a coach. You know, one of, one of your clients, they might have a perspective that they're not making progress or that, or maybe on the other side that they've done phenomenally well. And you mm. as a coach, sometimes you maybe have to realign them to maybe where they are, where they should be going. They, they may feel, oh, I'm really struggling with this. And you're saying, no, well, you've done this, 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 this. Like, be proud of yourself. You're on the right track. As a coach, can that be a difficult conversation if it's not? The way you want it to go or is it always a productive good motivating conversation uh yeah it can be for sure like for sure it can be difficult 100 but the way i approach it in in this any situation is dude tell me your wins we start off everything with that what can we celebrate and it can be big small or stupid that's what i tell the guys and then we look at right okay what's challenging you right now what's struggling and then we look at, right, okay. And we delve in deep, deeper that. And then we just look at, right, where do you want to be? And then we look at, right, uh, step one, step two, step three. So I have this concept and it's a really good concept for any individual, like in any profession to sort of note this down, but it's a distance to destination. So this is where you are now, where you were before and where you want to be and what's sort of missing there. And when you understand where you were before to where you are now, that gives you that perspective, that gives you, hindsight to look at right i've came this month i've dropped three stone i've done this i've i'm now running 10ks i'm now our company is now doing this then what as well like where you are now to where you want to be but where do you really want to be like what's the what would really fulfill you what's something that's like completely beyond you and then you fill the gap what do you need to do and just build a strategy so that concept of distance to destination is something that i find myself every single day talking about in some way shape or form and yeah like earlier on it's a tough conversation sometimes but it's amazing because you see the results with the individual um when they achieve it accountability from your perspective and your client's perspective um talk to me about accountability you said earlier you know if the lads want to go for a couple of drinks the weekend if they want to go and have mcdonald's or whatever and on and on it goes how big does accountability play 
a bigger oh. role does it play in your program and in in general just in the leveling up experience if someone wants to level up their life accountability is massive accountability is massive and i'm going to be honest accountability should be slightly painful right if we look at accountability accountability is where like me the program the guys that we have ultimately if we sum this down into the main concept what you're doing is you're helping someone hold themselves to a higher standard than they once thought so that a standard that they couldn't replicate by themselves you're helping them raise that standard in their eating and the training and their routines etc etc in their in their mindset so there that's what you're doing when you have accountability in regards to accountability like yeah we hold guys accountable in with their goals on a monthly basis weekly basis daily basis um they've got things that they need to track they've all workouts are tracked my fitness pal for the onset but over time they need less accountability at the start they need more accountability um and it's more potent later on down the line but that accountability is if you don't have accountability, you'll just stay in your own comfort zone. And if you're staying in your own comfort zone, you're not leveling up, you're not progressing, you're not pushing on. So yeah, accountability is a big thing. And I have accountability. I have a coach myself. I have a mentor. I have friends that hold me accountable. My clients sometimes hold me accountable. Um, that's what gets you pushing on forward. Accountability, huge. Um, yeah, one of the big... Sorry, I'm just really, like, what do you think? You tell me your experience. I, what, I, I, I 100% you agree. You've been accountable. I think accountable is the accountability and mindset, in my opinion, are the two biggest contributing factors to change. Hmm. I think number one, you need to have a mindset that I want to change and I'm going to change and nothing is changing my mind because like you said, if you start three days in, you stop. It's very, very easy. When you have a, when you have a strong mindset, when you are on, when you are thinking, when you are planning, when you are getting it down, when, I'm making this goal no matter what, or I'm trying no matter what. I think that's mm. really what makes the difference. And then how do you do that? You're accountable to yourself in terms of I'm going to work out here. Or I'm going to, or I'm going to learn a new language and I'm going to do it two times a week on a Tuesday, Thursday night. I'm going to sit for an hour and learn Spanish, whatever, whatever your goal is. I think there has to be accountability there. And whether that be to yourself, to a partner, to a coach, whatever, for me, they're the two big ones. And one of the yeah, things in accountability the three thorns of accountability is uh, personal, peer, and coach. Yeah. Peer is most powerful. It is because you, you almost find the coach is just doing their job. If you're yeah, being coach, in that context and that mindset, it's very easy to turn that off. Oh, he's just doing his job. Coach facilitates the peer group and the environment, but peer is very, people will do anything to be recognized for their status. Like, uh, yeah, peer is, and that's what that, that's what shocks a lot of people. Peer accountability is mad. It really is. Like I, I made, I made my debut last night for a new football team, and I walking off at full time. Sent their back one of their main players three, four years. Said, "Oh, you're excellent out there. I was delighted to be beside you." You know, that just gives you that lift. Mm, you know, that yeah. mental lift is just one of your peers being like, "You had a good game." I didn't need anyone to tell me I had a good game. I thought I'd done okay. Nothing bad. Nothing special. But when you have someone give you that sort of done well there it just lifts you that extra five ten percent no right back <laughs> right back yeah i got right back but next next thing for you part of accountability and, and to, in my opinion this is the hardest part of accountability and it's the hardest part of transformation and i want to know your opinion as a coach eating healthy foods maintaining a diet etc 
for me, I think that's the hardest part. Mm. I don't know what you think as a coach. I find that diet, nutrition, eating, changing that whole, maybe I'm, I'm just going to go grab McDonald's tonight because I'm tired after work to I'm going to go and I'm going to cook clean, good food. What do you think as a coach in terms of dieting and being accountability to a diet and just nutrition in general? 100% diet is um, difficult for individuals. Um, it's probably the area that they struggle with the most. Now, there's a few things, right? First things first is like we talked about earlier on, we talked about the values and stuff like that. We talked about belief. We talked about clarity. That is big, big aspect on um, your diet. But if we look at in regards to maintaining the diet, a diet is a way, like we don't want to look at this so much as like a, a strict 12 week thing. We want to look at this as a, a lifestyle thing. We also as well want to have that accountability. So we want to have like taking your photos will give you a reason, right? Okay, I'm not doing well. I'm gaining weight. I'm losing weight. I'm, I'm not on track. That does help you so that it steers you in the right direction. Another thing as well is like being okay. So with moderation, so I preach to the guys about 80-20, so 80% of your foods, you want from high quality nutritious foods and then 20% from not so nutritious foods. When your energy is low, like after a heavy day of work and things, then you've got to be aware of that. And you've got to be aware that, right, right now, I, I there's a lot of resistance in regards to me actually going and cooking a meal and me going and getting a Domino's and things. Like I, I, I talked about this on my story the other week about late night cravings. So like, say for example, you get late night cravings. For me, uh, a few years ago, I was building the coaching and the coaching kind of consumed me for a while because it was growing so fast and I couldn't manage it and I didn't have the awareness and things. And I used to come in every Friday night and it was after a client and the client was quite late, but I loved coaching him. And I come in after working crazy hours and not even realizing that I was that tired because it's such a high uh, energy job and like your go, go, go. And I come in, I would be exhausted and I would order a Domino's. And then the Saturday it would be like, uh, it would roll over and then the Sunday and then, oh, it's Monday again. And I was in this vicious cycle for a long time, but it wasn't until I got aware of my habits that I got aware, right, that's Friday night. That's why I feel like this. That's why I'm tired. So once one thing that I started doing was I actually just, as soon as I got in that, I, I replaced it. So like, I'll not go too much into habits and the science of that, but I replaced it with a steak. Steak is amazing. Something I can have really quick. As soon as I walked in that back door, I had to put the frying pan on. It was quick. It was convenient. It didn't quite require a lot. Five minutes, boom, looked forward to it. Friday night, steak, sweet potato fries in the oven. And that helped me get on track. And then that, that looked at the Saturday, the Sunday, the Monday, and the rest all was just was dead on. So it's having that awareness of when you're falling off track. That would be the next thing. Um, and being aware of your habits and things around that line. The other thing as well is uh, staying on track and being consistent. Once you're winning, once you know what it feels like to improve your body, to improve your performance, for your energy to be, be improving and everyone to notice, you don't see it as a chore anymore. You want to choose to help your choice. Like right now, if you, back when uh, you coached me, you said, would you like a McDonald's? I would be all over it. If you said to me right now, would you like a McDonald's? I would hate the thought of it because I just love feeling good and eating well. Don't get me wrong. Now and again, I love Reese's. I love Magners. But like, 
90% of the time it's like, what's going to make me feel the best? And it's just because you've got that stage where you just, you just really want that. It's a big does that thing. Help? It does. Yeah. It's, it's a big thing. You know, you talked about it there, balance. Um, a lot of times, you know, you see diets and, and you see maybe even YouTube videos, Instagram videos, and people are pushing the diet and you say, change your whole lifestyle right away immediately. And every meal mm-hmm. should be this, this, this. And I like the 80, 20 thing because it does give people a chance to, I think it's important that people do indulge in what they do enjoy at the same mm. time as being clean and healthy and eating the correct foods or the right foods or the nutritious foods mm. um, as a priority. And it's interesting, your Friday night plan, you know, you come home, you stick the steak on, the sweet potato fries, or like even just talking about it, that to me sounds better than a Domino's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I want to touch touch on, right? Your 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 training style. So you have you have clients. Do you train in groups? Do you train individuals? Do you train one on one? How does it work when? Let me pull out a random name. When little Jimmy sends you a message on Instagram and says, "Hey, I want you to coach me." How does it all begin? So, like my training and things like that. So generally, all my coaching's online. I used to do offline coaching and things. Um, just 2020, I haven't been able to do any events. I used to hold events all the time and they were amazing. Just amazing to get all the guys together. But uh, at the minute, it's online. So it would really look at, right, what's it, when someone messaged me on Instagram, I would really just like find out, can I help them first off? If I can help them, we would arrange a coaching call and we would look at that whole distance destination where they are now what's going on in their training where do they want to be how do they want to look how do they how can they like what's their lifestyle like how can we fit this in and then i would program for them like we would do a coaching audit and things and i would program for them so their goals build a muscle we would look at like a lot of hypertrophy type of training and um, more recently you said about my training i've trained I, i've had a little bit of a transition where i'm training for a lot more performance not necessarily to look good it is how I am improving my body um, as a byproduct of that, but it isn't the main focus. And that's been something I've been programming a lot more for recently. If it's to drop body fat, um, I still, if someone wants to drop body fat with me, um, I still look at all their training um, just from a muscle building point of view, but it's their actual diet that we change. Um, but yeah, so it's all online, um, it's all delivered for an app. And uh, yeah, that's like, there's, that's how I would sort of train and program people. And yeah, it, it depends on what they want and where they want and to what level. Like another concept I sort of, that you need to sort of ask yourself is that and it kind of ties into what you were saying about diet. Um, I use this sort of continuum. Imagine you've got someone level one, doesn't know anything about nutrition, training. Never, imagine you've got someone who's level five, is an absolute, uh, like super optimal, super peak, like all nutrition strategies to a T, all training strategies to a T. All you've got to do is just find out roughly where you're at and then kind of where you want to, like what's the next step for you. So like I've helped individuals like drop up the nine stone by simply, right, let's stop eating takeaways or let's let's improve your breakfast. And then on the other side of the spectrum, if our guys get absolutely shredded and win bodybuilding shoes, because we've had every single thing dialed down to a T. So it's for me is finding out where are they at, how serious do they want to take this, what will this do, and then just pushing them that extra step. So if they're maybe not tracking their calories, right, let's track calories, that aspect. Yeah. Let's talk about online coaching because obviously COVID hit this year. 
massively yeah. affected everyone. I think the, the sports industry, gym industry, fitness industry, a lot, a lot of places were able, I don't know so much about over home in Northern Ireland, but over here in Canada, a lot of the food places were able to continue with takeaway foods. So we're never all completely shut. But in terms of fitness places and gyms, everywhere was closed. So for me as an online coach, all of a sudden you have hundred clients who are going to the gym every day and you're giving them the workouts. Then now everyone's working out from home. There's no weights at home. It's all body weight. It's all, I want how did you change your maybe mindset? How did you change your style? Did you change your style? Did you have to develop a whole new type of routines? Was there any panic there? Just go into a bit of detail about your time with COVID and coaching. So lockdown was an amazing time for me as a coach to be able to help people because there was more need for help. In regards to what we'd done, well, we kept people focused. That was the main thing, giving them a challenge, giving them something to focus on, giving them an escapism for an hour in that day or half an hour. And we looked at, we tightened up our workouts in regards to time. So it was quicker, so it was more effective. Uh, obviously equipment wise, we're not in a gym. So we had them doing, like I had guys doing like wall sets. I had guys doing like those mental challenges down there. I had guys doing cold showers and like doing grateful lists and doing like create, like cooking meals for others and doing an act of kindness, all those sort of things. But we got them uh, from a training perspective, we got them doing workouts that were shorter, that were more challenging, that were funner. Like not necessarily the goal of like looking a crazy big, but more funner and we tightened up our communications so like pretty much we were in contact with our clients like every day really um throughout that period and that's what kept them going through and the other aspect from a mental aspect is that like we just help them like understand right what they're going through let them vent let them talk we've done some fun we had some pop quizzes we had some banter um we help them find gratitude in the situation um and just process it because to a degree like we could all sort of say that like that to a degree is like a grieving process where we had a lot of things taken away from us and stuff so we helped them through that to a degree um and then gave them community and support from each other and that aspect that peer aspect despite being online they still got that um and they still got that form of connection and my main goal during that period was just I'm going to make sure every client or, that I work with goes to bed, like achieving something, um, whether it be big or small. And like, there was guys who had me training for years and they came on board and they were back training. There's guys who were like all of a sudden taking their diet very seriously. It was a really hard time for any individual, but it was an amazing time to work on yourself. And I, I think it highlighted, it actually sunk in for a lot of the guys that they need to work on themselves. Um, the way I framed it, and I actually put this up online, was that, like, who's a movie star that you would love to look like? I think, guess go Mark Wahlberg. Right, well, mine was, mine, I thought, Zac Efron. Zac Efron, if you've seen Baywatch, yeah. ripped. I was like, guys, right, this is a time where you can treat yourself like an absolute actor, like a celebrity. <laughs> you can look like a movie star right now. Like there's no bars, there's no social occasions. Like you've got all access to me. You can look like a fucking superstar. And like, they don't <laughs> like, and I think it was because I was so like positive And so like, I just instilled 
optimism and enthusiasm and let them know what they still have. Like we obviously can't control uh, a, a virus globally, but we can control like what we eat, what we train, what we do, our routines. Did we go out for a walk? Did we do that? Or did we watch the news and get seriously fearful? Yeah. That's something that we I instilled to the guys that they could still progress and they could there there were aspects that they could control. So that's a few things in regards to how I kept my guys. And we had amazing results during lockdown. We yeah. had amazing results. Um, and like I said, for me, it was amazing to be just be able to help and give so much value during a really tough time. Well, it's interesting you said about the amazing results. That's why I asked the question, because I've seen a lot of the results that were posted online during lockdown. I thought, okay, what's he doing maybe different to other people? What's he doing? How is he coaching? How is he fixing that mentality? And for you as a coach, a couple of questions here. For you as a coach, do you enjoy, obviously a horrible time for a lot of people, but the fact that you were so maybe vital to people's mental health, because a lot of people did really struggle at that time. And the fact that you're encouraging, you're keeping on top of people, you're encouraging them to work out. Number one, as a coach, how, how, how much did you like that? How much did that mean to you to know that you're an effect, you're being so effective in not only someone's fitness life or in general, but also their mental life? Because it was a very mentally taxing and hard time for a lot of people. And secondly, you talked about going out for walks, especially during a lockdown. Would you be a big advocate and get outside half an hour, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, just go for a walk, get some fresh air, put the headphones in, do whatever you need to do, just get out of the house for 10, 15 minutes? As a coach, yes, 100%. Like, it just gives me more drive. When I see things like that and when I get here that it has a big impact um, more than just lifting an extra weight, then that gives me a bigger drive and it makes me want to step up even more and more. And then in regards to the run, yeah, like I encourage individuals to get out and run as much as possible. Now, COVID, things like that, I can't, that, that's, I, I can't advise on that. I just go with the government guidelines. If the government, if the government says you can only go out for twice a day, then out twice a day. But I think I would encourage people to move all like as much as they can. I actually used to go, um, I used to go around other corporate companies around Belfast and I used to talk about this topic of just about moving more in your day-to-day activity and it creates like it just you'll be much you'll be much sharper um if you just move in your day so i would encourage anyone to get out get sunshine all being well that the government allows all being well that it's viruses protected all that um that's just some the virus aspect is respect what the government yeah i I did have clients that couldn't go outside i had clients in spain that were like i couldn't move and outside dorm and things but you just that's you just gotta respect it's yeah. making the best out of a bad situation yeah well i mean you, you obviously did that the results were phenomenal and I encourage anyone to check out your instagram and your facebook and everything that you've got going and we'll get all the information for those just before we finish up but i want to talk about clients just briefly your okay. clients um are coming to you for help but sometimes when it ends you've probably created a, a lot of friendships what maybe originally started out as just a client is that mm. would that be would that be accurate yeah 100% like I was actually on the phone with one of my old clients before um and like yeah like definitely like uh you create friendships I learned so much about people like I'm in an amazing position where I get to see what's going on for people what jobs they have what's 
what gets in taken, like so much. So yeah, like I, I always tell my client, like at the end of the coaching agreement, like don't be a stranger. Like I'm always here. Yeah. I want to progress. I want to. I want to bump into you a year from now and know that you've pushed on. Like I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud and I'm excited at the same sense. So like, yeah, like like those relationships. Despite like I do detach myself from them too, like for my own personal. I'm good, but like they do, they do mean a lot to me. Um, I do think about my clients and my and everything I'm doing every single day. So yeah, yeah it's a big, big part. Um, so it is. Well, I've, as a coach, you're a support system for many people, but every person needs a support system. And I want to know who supports you, who gives you a push to the back. Do you have a special someone in your life, your parents? You know, because I, I do think it's important because you're using a lot of your energy to encourage, to, to promote, to help other people. And sometimes mm. you can go, you can come back and you're maybe a bit empty yourself. Do you have someone that supports you, encourages you, keeps you upright, upticking and feeling good? I have a lot of people and it is it took me a while to sort of really accept that aspect but yes 100% you need a support system so like I have friends that support me in different ways I have a mentor that helps me um that helps me with everything really I have family like people I, I, people I I reach out to as much help as I physically can I did find it hard and I did find it hard asking for help at like once but I have people that I would talk to um in regards to nutrition I've got a coach I've got it helps me with training I've got friends that help me with business I've got friends that help me with house and DIY I've got friends that help me with emotion like I have um worked with mindset coaches and things like that before I have worked on my communication before there's so many different areas like you name it like any area of life I've probably like tried to seek it or tried to like consume some form of information so yeah i'm a big big believer in just trying to create like as much of a strong support system as you can yeah um yeah like and i really sort of do reach out and more recently i've reached out more than before and it's helped me massively well it's, it's excellent to hear that you have a support system but i have a friend who actually worked under you uh, you coached yeah, him. I'm not going to tell you the name just yet, but I am going to read you out um, what he said to me because I asked him for a bit of feedback and I said, I'm going to read this out on the podcast. So I'm going to embarrass you a little bit. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> so I said, I asked him, I was like, I'm doing a podcast with Ben. Have you any feedback? You worked under him. Give, give, give me something I can say to him and embarrass him a little bit. And he just <laughs> said, honestly, he's an absolute gentleman. He's the best personal trainer about would 100% recommend him to anyone. He really puts effort into you as a person and pushes you to limits you didn't even think you could reach. Not one bit surprised to see him doing as well as he is. I've learned so much from training with him and hit personal best I would have not were actually possible for me. It's a credit to him how many other personal trainers were trained by and mentored by him. He's doing a fantastic job and I'm continuing to grow and develop thanks to the guidance and help that I got from him. So I thought that was really nice, and I wanted to, to read that out to you. Um, I appreciate from, that. That's mad. So it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm sort of taken back by it. <laughs> I thought that yeah. might sort of embarrass you a little bit, because even remember yeah, as a kid, you used to, you just, your, your face is red. I remember you as a kid too. Sometimes you would have scored a good goal. I said, Ben, that was a crack, and you'd go red. Here, <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, I haven't kicked the ball in years. Well, I, kicked, I went and played a match last December. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I was actually joking with 
the my videographer today about getting the boots back on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely like. Yeah, no, it was fun. I reached out to him and thought, you know, I, I knew he worked on the and I seen the transformation pictures. I thought that's phenomenal because when I played with him, he was small, he was skinny, he was light, he was quick, he was a very good player, but he's what you put the shoulder in, you can push him off the ball. But to see his transformation, I thought was incredible. So I thought I'll reach out, I'll ask him a couple of questions. And um, well, we're, we're, I, don't, I don't want to embarrass him on air by saying his name, so I'll tell you when we stop recording who it is. But okay. Ben, just to, just to finish up, this has been brilliant for me. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed picking your brain here and what you're doing. Obviously, leveling up, everything about it. It's great. Before we completely wrap up, tell my listeners where they can find you on Facebook, on other forms of social media. Where are you online? So um, pretty much, I'm a, I would mainly be on Instagram, Ben Heron under slash level up. And then as well as that, um, Facebook, I use my personal Facebook, just Ben Heron, H-E-R-O-N. Um, I do have plans later on down the line to start a podcast myself. Um, came up with a name, get off that fence and then level up. Um, and they get on the YouTube and they get on the website. But right now it's just Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, I, I appreciate if you've got this far, if you've listened to everything so far, <laughs> um, that you're here. And if there's any everything that I can any help with, just send me a message and I'd be more than happy to um, answer any questions, point you in the right direction. And I'm also grateful just for the opportunity to be able to come on and share what I'm up to and share. Hopefully, hopefully it's uh, giving you the motivation to just go and get it. Yeah. I think it's been phenomenal. I've really enjoyed it. It's it's obviously a, a subject that I'm passionate about, that I'm interested in. So I when I reached out to you, you were more than happy to, to come on. You were like, yes, let's do it. And you can even see just from even what let's go on and chat, you know, the positiveness, the attitude there. And I think that's key as a coach. And I'm delighted to see what you're doing as someone that I've known you since you've been, what, maybe 11, 12, some of some around that age. And just to see yeah. what you're doing now, it's it's brilliant for, for me to, to see the, see the progress and to see where you're going. So like I said, Ben, thanks so much for coming on today. It's been my absolute pleasure. Awesome. I really appreciate it, Dave. Thank you for listening to the podcast with me, your host, Darren. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the podcast. Thanks for your time. Stay safe and tune in next time.